0: How did you feel doing some prep for this? You're like, oh man, we're back at it. It was
1: nice. I felt like almost like sports were back, and I was I was getting into it.
0: Sports, sports are almost back.
1: Sports, sports. You're listening to Talk Sports.
0: Darlington's a fun track. I went there in September of 2001. Hopped on a plane, I believe, September the 9th of 2001, and flew back home. Airing every day from noon to three. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was on a I was on a plane in early September 01
1: couple planes but yeah a couple uh, days
0: later yeah, yeah who knows on
1: 1340 WKGN that'd be a scary feeling even if you
0: weren't in the attack to have been on a plane that day yep. like whoa oh, you'll you stop the hijacking we, what are you doing Ken? I don't think so let's not turn we're turning left yeah. into the world trade <laughs> center <laughs> oh my god <laughs> all right much. let's go to break Hour number two, kicking off here in the White Claw Heart Seltzer Studios. Let's hit some hour two headlines. Cody, what do you got? Thank you, John. Rory you going, my friend? Rory McElroy has snubbed your cousin, Patrick Reed. They got beef. They said Patrick threw something at him, too, right? Threw a T at him or something? I say good for Rory. I've never liked this guy. They hate each other. <clears throat> yep. Um, Rory, one of the most vocal critics of the Live Golf Breakaway League, Uh, Felt mentally drained at the end of last year, he said. Decided to put his clubs away for a few weeks. He says it's been nice to try to take a little bit of time away. What does this have to do with Patrick Reed? Now he's back and appears fiery than ever. Okay. Rory was on the driving range uh, today at the Dubai Desert Classic when he was approached by Patrick Reed. Patrick came up to say hello, and I didn't really want him to, McElroy said. (laughs) I like good beef like this. Didn't want to talk to him. Uh, it's, uh, McElroy was asked about reports that the American threw a T toward him. That the American, is that how you refer to someone now? That the American threw a T toward Where's him. this at? Well, what, 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 is it, what website is this on, ESPN? Yeah. I mean, I guess since they're in the, in Dubai and Rory's Irish, I don't Maybe know. Maybe this was written by a, a Dubai guy? Nah, I mean, it's probably written, but I mean. Threw a T toward him. They kind of do that with golf sometimes. Like the four-time major winner they think a lot said did Yeah they call Rory the Irishman, would they? Yeah, if roles were reversed, I would have thrown the T at him, he said. Okay. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, another golf headline. These always I thought you to... said you weren't going to read anymore. Well, every time I read one, they seem to fizzle out. So I want to see Rory and Patrick Reed fight. I like that Rory <coughs> hates everybody that's in live golf, though. I do appreciate that. Anyways. Joe... Allen, Jalen Hurt, um, Josh, Josh Allen, Joe. What the hell did you just say? Josh Allen, <laughs> Joe Allen, Jalen Hurt, uh, no. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson, Patrick Mahomes. What do these five guys have in common? Give it to me again. The four quarterbacks and Justin Jefferson, Mahomes, well, Hurts, Allen, Burrow. I know this answer. highest pay or highest selling jerseys. The MVP finalists. ah, ah! ah you got me. You snuck one by me. Yep. I hope it goes to Burrow, it's but it won't. going to Mahomes. It is? Yeah. Why Mahomes? He got 49 of the 50, like, first team. Did Hurts not All have both. an MVP He missed. Those, him Wait, missing those two games going hurt. I
1: don't think that's the MVP, though. It wasn't just, like, player of the year, offensive player of the year or something?
0: Let me double check. Did you mess well, up? that hasn't been announced yet either. Did you read the wrong thing? What are you talking about? Is that MVP or is Cam wrong? Which one's wrong? They're both. It's both Who's things. Wrong? It's both things. Nobody's wrong. It's <laughs> both things? Yes. The, they've been named MVP finalists and Offensive Player of the Year award finalists. Okay. It's all together. None of it's been announced yet. Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, Coach of the Year. Any of these you want to know about? Yeah, who's up for Coach of the Year? Sirianni? Is Zach Taylor up? No, no, no. Who the hell's up for Coach of the Year? Uh, Dan DeBall. Yeah. Doug Peterson and Kyle Shanahan. Doug Peterson. They went 9 8. Give me a break. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shanahan. Shanahan, you know, taking a seventh round rookie where they've taken, and, you know, he was undefeated. That's going to get votes. I would imagine it's going to be Brian DeBall, DeBall, though. Yeah, I would think so. DeBall. He's in your court. An iceberg roughly the size of London has broken off of Antarctica.
1: Classic.
0: According to the British Antarctic Survey, scientists first discovered significant cracks in the ice shelf a decade ago. In the last two years, they've had two major breaks. The uh, research station located on the Brunt Ice Shelf and its glaciologists say the research station is safe. The iceberg's around 600 square miles. That's a pretty good size iceberg. It's a big one. So the iceberg's moving, or is it stuck? Like what? Is... No, it's uh, the ice shelf broke off. Okay. Yeah. It broke off of the Antarctica. The researchers of, say, however, of the temperature getting hotter or what? <laughs> well, whoa, whoa, easy pushing your liberal agenda. The researchers <laughs> say the event was expected and not a result of climate change. Okay. Well, that's good. Nothing to see here. How are the polar bears? They've Still all died. Dying. <laughs> What?
1: Still dying. <laughs> Cam, is there yeah.
0: any are there any like big side effects, food chain stuff that will get thrown all out of whack if the polar bears go all the way extinct?
1: Uh, I more Coca
0: Cola for everybody.
1: You could, yeah. <laughs> Diabetes goes up. Coca Cola is unprotected. Yeah. up there, um, you could have a spike in like seal and walrus populations. <laughs> possibly they, will, they,
0: will they decimate anything up there though? Will they mess up the ecosystem.
1: Yeah, it would be a trickle down effect because they would just need more, you know, resources to feed themselves, and it just comes. It's a whole trickle down effect. But I don't know. Some polar bears are starting to adapt a little bit, but will I they, don't know how if are they adapt. Like they're just moving. Farther south, being able to, you know, just kind of go better about.
0: Do we need polar bears? Is what I'm asking because they they're pretty, but they also seem really mean. They're pretty. yeah, they're very dangerous.
1: You, you obviously don't want to hang out with one. Polar bears. To, are really,
0: what a way to describe? Polar bears really aren't pretty. They're pretty. I do like the Coca-Cola commercials. They're pretty in those. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, they're just kind of every time <laughs> I see real. them. Real. Every time I see them, they're like stained in blood and stuff. Yeah. Because like, yeah. they just yeah. killed something. Yeah, they're yeah. mean they're, ass. They're bears. They're vicious animals. Yeah. I've always been a big panda bear guy. Panda. I like panda, panda, bears. Panda, panda, panda bears. Panda, 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 panda. I had a thing for pandas when I was a boy. What kind of thing? Like sexually? <laughs> no. When I was like You a... wanted to like run off with them and like have them adopt you? <laughs> no, well, kinda. Have <laughs> you ever I, seen I was the like videos young... of like panda bears rolling around and stuff? I could, yeah, yeah, they're that's, cute. It's kinda cute. I was like a young boy though, but that was my thing. For I had a, I had like stuffed animal pandas. Cam, will you get what? Yeah. How old were you? <laughs> At the age you should be. How old, are you? How old were you? How old are you? Fourteen? No, I'm kidding. Twelve. No, no, more like nine, ten, probably. I don't know. I don't know if nine or ten's the right age. To I be don't know to how old animals. you're supposed to be to have stuffed, Not animals. Ever I stuffed animals. I was into pandas. I loved never them. Had stuffed animals. I loved pandas. I had a time just because I liked no, the like, animals. Yeah, yeah, I, had I, I used big to climb my grandma's tree and pretend I was getting bamboo out of it. <laughs> I did. I called it a bamboo tree. <laughs> And it wasn't a bamboo tree. Bamboo's it was not
1: trees, too. so yeah. Yeah, well, it's a type of grass. I
0: was a kid. No one likes to know it all. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, can we make that one of your punishments? Can you add up our total board bets right now? Because I feel like I'm running away with it again. Um, can we dress you up like a panda bear and make you go <laughs> roll around in the woods somewhere? Because I think that video. I think I could put that video on. I mean, at, that would be viral at any time and just get happy. Like, there's enough grass. Out here. You don't have to go anywhere. Like, too public if you don't want. Maybe the green way over here. I just want to see you roll around the trees. <laughs> trying
1: to climb a tree and fall yeah. out with the panda yeah.
0: suit. Yeah, <laughs> kid, will you do that as one of your punishments if I get you the suit? As one of my punishments. Yeah. There's one punishment for board bet losses. Okay, well, as your punishment then. You want me to get a full panda suit? I'll buy the suit. You're not going to be able to find a full panda suit. To anybody dressing up, like like dress up like a panda is going to be around your size, so it'll be, it'll, we'll find one that fits. Cam will have yeah. yeah, I'd do that. Okay. I'd do that with, with – oh, with, Do we want him to have a full helmet on, a panda helmet, or do we want him like just basically – I think I need a panda head. Specific. Or we just put some like, ears on him and like, paint his face – like we get in trouble, if we paint his cheeks like, black. Is that black face, I guess, if he's trying to just be <laughs> no, a panda No, it's bear? not black face. You only paint half the face black. It's not black face. And then paint well, the I'm top asking. White. You don't get to make the rules. You paint the forehead white and paint the <laughs> okay. cheeks black. All right. Good idea. That would it would be funny if I got canceled for doing like ha- half blackface.
1: Panda face. What is it? Yeah, wouldn't that be so funny if we just like Tony on his back of <laughs> grass?
0: Yeah, that's I would just put that on. You, you, on you, you only think that's a punishment? <laughs> yeah, he's <it's, it's>, <laughs> his dream. Is his dream. <laughs> we're making his dream come true. <laughs> uh, Justin Bieber has sold the rights to his publishing and artist royalties. It seems Big young news to be doing here. that, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he sold the rights to his music. Who did he sell it to? Sold his catalog. Um, baby, baby,
1: baby I Think we could crowdsource to get Imagine this uh, $400 panda costume I wonder if yeah.
0: Bieber's hard up for money This one looks so realistic <laughs> we, does that, We've moved check on the sizes? No, we haven't We've so, moved on Will you check the sizes? Yeah Make uh, sure they have at least oh, a Oh, they go up the triple XL <laughs> Can you squeeze into a 3X, you think? Yeah, maybe, I mean Look at this Don't be mad we spent $400 on a panda bear costume and Oh yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's almost too good. I, that's I, got the I whole wanted head. I want to be a human. I do I want to look like a human, and I want to know it's Cody. But this you is, want people to be able to see my face. Yeah, I want. So I, you only yeah. want me to have the neck down. Part. Although this one's pretty good, we could take the helmet off if we had to. I'd imagine. Just get some our beers. customer's advantage. The flexibility is very good, and it's very light. I could breathe. Nice, good. It's got good reviews. That's pretty good. Yeah. Go ahead and order it. <laughs> Make sure that head is detachable, and see if you can find one maybe a yeah. little cheaper that
1: yeah.
0: would. I want it to, us to be able to tell it's a boy.
1: Oh, yeah, it says mascot head, so yeah. Yeah, I,
0: I want it to I okay, guess so the mascot head means it comes off. I want yeah. to be able to I would like to have that just to wear. I want to be able to tell it's Cody. <laughs> I wear it once a year.
1: <laughs> just have a panda day? Yeah. Christmas day. <laughs>
0: yeah. Every Christmas morning, he rolls down the stairs. To oh, it's on soap. sale, too, January sale, get 15% off.
1: 15?
0: <laughs> all right, let's move on. Bieber has sold his catalog to Hypnosis, the music rights investment company, announced yesterday. This one's not bad and much cheaper. The deal? an inflatable blow-up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm to tell you about Justin Bieber. This one, $54. <laughs> this one, I don't know if it's realistic enough. but He may tear that one. I don't one like that. It would be pretty funny. Yeah, when he rolls around, it would definitely pop. The deal is valued at $200 million, according oh to God. Billboard. So that's why Bieber sold it. He's just going to cash out and take the $200 million? Yeah, it seems like it. The, that sale is the largest of any artist of Bieber's generation. He joins Bob Dylan, Bruce Springsteen, Neil Young, Stevie Nicks, Justin Timberlake, Sting, and many others. Who else from his generation has even sold their catalog? Like I said, it feels like well, a. Well, Justin Timberlake, I mean, I don't really would consider be him that of his generation. The closest to it. I mean, of, that, of those names, sure. Yeah. Did Taylor's get sold? I imagine she's, or Taylor's. I don't know if Taylor's got sold. She, she couldn't buy hers back, right? Like the guy Shakira also struck a deal. Taylor Swift is taking the opposite tactic, fighting yeah, to re- maintain creative control yeah. and re-recording yeah. some of her songs to gain publishing well, rights to her music. That's what she did. There was her early manager or whatever, or early record label, whichever one. I don't know. They like owned the rights to it, and they wanted to sell it to her and kind of blackmail her. And then she, yeah, that's why she went and redid her albums. That, yeah. way that way she could then not have them on her, I guess, page and get those people paid and kind of take their power back from them. $200 million, I guess if you have $200 million and you're smart with $100 million of it, you'd make just as much money as, you know, just in, I didn't get a cure. Mm. Yeah. Right? Then you would have, like, so. holding it for 20 years. I mean, are people going to want Bieber's music in 20 years? I don't I don't know. I don't think anyone will, but Maybe. And finally, in pop some bops, finally in pop culture news, you like any Beaver songs, some are calling it the sequel to One Night in Paris. Paris Hilton has announced the birth of her first child with husband Carter Reum. They shared a picture of the baby's hand clutching a woman's thumb, That's- as. The, the One Night in Paris joke was in Porte. She's moved past that. I said it's the sequel to One Night that's, in Paris, which means she had sex again because she's having a baby. Yeah, that's in Porte. She's moved past that. Has she? Yeah. Yeah. She's moved past that to become the, slut, an Instagram influencer. Slut, I didn't sl- call her a you're slut. slut I didn't call her a slut. You, are you called her. You just called no, her a slut. I'm saying that's what you're doing. I'm sorry. Let, let me have a little bit more sympathy for the heiress to the Hilton Hotel. I don't, chain. I don't think she is. I don't know if she is an heiress anymore. She's an heiress. I thought they. I thought she got cut out of it. Sharing not out a of out picture of, of a baby's hand clutching a woman's thumb, the media personality and heiress wrote on Instagram Tuesday. You are already loved beyond words, alongside a blue heart emoji. That's so hot. Whatever happened to our girl uh, Nikki or whatever the uh, uh, the other girl from the Simple Life? She's probably on crack or heroin. I think she got clean. I think that's mean. <laughs> those girls, those girls got their life on on track. Did they? Mostly Paris. Yeah, it does Paris say, became it does say an, Paris is one of the four. She basically the became the first Instagram influencer, is basically what Paris did. She kind of started this whole trend of what you would consider Instagram influencing. Well, she was on that. Did you ever watch that Netflix documentary about like mm-hmm. social media? That's what I was referring to. She's worth $14.2 billion. Oh, wait, no, no, she's not. Okay. The hotel chain is worth fourteen point two billion dollars, and she gets a fourth of that. Likely, that's what they say. So, a little over three billion. Other than that, Paris has made her life's work to become a businesswoman with many different ventures. Yeah, I mean, I feel like she's probably <coughs> made a bunch of money just herself, right? She does like does she do like makeup and stuff? I'm sure she does. <laughs> <laughs> she's I'm having a baby me. though. I was just letting you know. Her and uh, said she's worth three hundred. Her and her husband. They're having a baby. At age forty-one, did she have it naturally, or did she get a surrogate? Does it say? Do you don't know. Okay, moving on. Save the dates: the Orange and White game, April fifteenth.
1: Let's go. That's the
0: uh, home weekend baseball series of Kentucky, I believe. Good batch of headlines. Let's go to break. Let's talk sports on Fan Run Radio. Tonight, Thompson Bowling Arena, Tennessee versus Georgia. The Vols currently 16.5-point favorites. Georgia. Georgia. That was your contribution, Georgia. We're going to smoke that ass. I say we do it for the football boys. Will it make you... I mean, we got to at least keep Georgia down in basketball. We'll make it's feel, one thing make for Alabama better. to be good at both football and basketball. If Georgia's going to be that good in football, they should at least not be relevant in anything else. Do I feel like this is going to be a dumb question? But do you think they care? No, no, they don't. They've won back to back football matches. Yeah. You don't think they at least like look and be like, Oh well, "I want to be good at baseball and football." Uh, I'm sure basketball. the people down there would like to have something else this time of the year to to watch. Yeah. I'm sure they'd like to be good Well, that's basketball. really what it comes yeah. down to, right? Like, I mean, the thing that makes basketball and baseball so much fun to watch is that it bridges the gap to football for a lot of people. Yeah. So, like, it is it is kind of bad whenever you're just not good at either one. You can pay attention to your sports year-round. That, that is a new thing we can do now that's nice. Yeah, the Vols get carried basically through June. What was the worst year in our athletics? It had to be, like, probably 2013 uh, yeah. or something like that. 2013, like- 2013 was 2012 slash 13. Yeah, because the basketball team, Conzo was, was terrible. The football team was terrible. Baseball, and baseball irrelevant. Yeah.
1: 2013. Yeah. The track team was abysmal yeah. too. Like 12 year. and
0: 13. Like we were that things were very low. They didn't really start getting better until I mean. 2014. Conzo at least made a tournament like. What? Butch made a bowl game. Like, we made the Gator Bowl at the end of the 14 season, right? I got a question for you. Okay. Which of the Conzo se- the the Conzo Sweet 16 almost Elite 8 run would you trade any of Rick Barnes's years where he didn't make Oh, I see what you're doing here. Didn't make <clears throat> deep tournament runs. You're going to tell me yes. Barnes had much better regular season and Conzo barely I'm snuck into that, that tournament.
1: I'm trying that Oregon State loss year in a heartbeat.
0: Yeah, yeah the Oregon State <laughs> loss for sure. I was going to say besides 20 and 21. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Outside of those two years, I I think the Sweet 16 run Conzo had was pretty sweet the way I remember it. We had to win that play-in game. We did that. We eked it out in overtime over We Iowa. got to beat Mercer and yep. UMass. Yeah. Got a nice little draw there. Hit that sweet sixteen. We, we beat UMass and we beat were Mercer. you not as invested in that Michigan game as just about any game in the Barnes yeah. era? Yeah, sure. So I think it's. it's I'm asking on if par. you're. I'm asking if you would trade any of them for it. Any of Barnes's years? Not, yeah, and I can't say twenty-one. Season, I think you can easily say yeah. So basically, we're looking at eighteen, 19, Purdue thirty-one, and or six. This year. Obviously not, or this year. This year, I don't think – well, this year we don't know the result yet. I mean, I'm just, let's say you losing the first round this year or second round. You don't make the sweet 16. You go like Rick Barnes did last year, 25-6, and six, and then losing the second round of the tournament. I get, I get what your narrative is here, and it's a tough question. It's a tough question to answer because it was a pretty sweet run and it was very enjoyable, but you did barely squeak into that tournament. That team was so frustrating that year too. Yeah, because you knew they should be good. And they. I mean, it took them. They I mean, were a bubble team. It, it took them hating us.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it, I mean, they, they basically openly said that. It took them hating the fans.
1: No. To decide, well, time I to start playing too.
0: basketball, I guess. And then Conzo left town immediately. Dipped.
1: As he should have.
0: Conzo went to Cal. Yeah, he said as he should have. But I don't know if he should have. I mean, his career, I would have. Do you think, yeah, like, we talk about, like, late That year was bad.
1: In the student section, it was
0: bad. Oh, oh, Listen sure, to the for band. Sure. I would like, have got out, too. But, like, it felt like by the end of the year, people were kind of happy with him well, because of, like, the know, fact you did turn well, flip sure. the switch. But, like, I'm just wondering, and I, I, I didn't blame him when he left. I don't want to act like mm-hmm. I did that. But when you see the way his career ended up, do you think he regrets it?
1: Oh, probably. Probably a little bit. Made uh, a lot of money, sure. but I don't
0: think he's ever going to be coaching a, a Power 5 basketball team. I man. doubt, at least a good I doubt he just, regrets like, it.
1: We offer him an extension, and then he you know, he turns it down to leave, and then the reaction again from the fans were, that, sure. we were like, jeez, really? Like, I like, he the reaction regrets I remember was just
0: being like, okay, well, I guess good riddance. Oh, I, so, I saw
1: a lot of people were just sure. like, oh, he thinks he's too good to stay here. And yeah.
0: like I'm not saying that didn't happen, especially but, you know, yeah, your like, college age at that point. I'm just saying, I just remember a lot of people just being like, well, that sucks, but okay, whatever. We'll go get somebody who's better, Donnie Tindall. Yeah, that was uh, pretty. And his obese assistant coach. Big gulp. (laughs)
1: Everybody loved him. Yeah, he was cool. He was was a nice guy, but it
0: didn't really seem like he should be a coach. I don't think you can be that fat and be a coach. People don't take you seriously when you're fat. I don't know what kind of coaching he was doing. I don't know if he was supposed to be like the analytical guy (laughs) or just kind of the uh, quality control guy to keep Donnie off the court. I don't know what he was supposed to do. There's some jobs you just can't do as an obese man. You look at the coach the same way as like a trainer. Like look at me and just pretend for a second. Lifeguard. (laughs) Lifeguard might be the scariest. He's going to sink me. He can float
1: better actually. If you're up in the lifeguard, I don't know if (laughs) I'd count on you to get there in time
0: though. When you look at me, Take everything you know about me mentally away, okay, and just say, let's say I'm I have a doctorate. Would you trust me to do your heart surgery? Just looking at me, I don't think so. I think you want your surgeon to look a certain way. Anything in the health department, you don't want to see big people. Yeah, because I understand the do as I say, not as I do, right idea. But yeah, I want there's, my, doc- I want to my doctor to look healthy. There's certain professions that you just... That's fair. What about lawyer? Could I be a fat lawyer? I don't see many fat lawyers, but I I think... You don't see a lot of fat lawyers. A fat lawyer, I would think of a big cat of the law. Yeah. A big fat cat of the law. Maybe you see a few fat lawyers. I want a fat person to sell me a car. Now, judge. I think I could be a judge. (laughs) You want your judge to be a little heavy. That's true. That's true. A big old judge. I don't want a skinny judge. No. I don't want a skinny judge. No skinny guy. If he's that skinny, he should be a doctor, yeah, or a nutritionist. Yeah. or a lawyer. or a lawyer. Imagine if I was like a nutritionist. I was like three hundred pounds. Yeah, that'd be tough. You know, you should be eating a lot of uh, healthy fats. Yeah, you know, almonds, olive oil, things like that. You don't want to be getting a lot of saturated fat. <sighs> I'm just breathing on you. Sure. Anyway, what were you saying, uh, Donnie? Well, I was just talking about I, – I do wonder, like, if Conzo, he, – he'd probably never admit it, but, like, his career wasn't good. I don't think he liked people here. Well, I mean, I think – yeah, I mean, I think that's a part of it. I mean, I think if you asked him, he would still say, yeah, I would have left there. Because he's had two head jobs since then. Like, he, yeah, but neither one were good, though. Yeah, I mean, I know he failed at both of them, but he had plenty of opportunity to – I, I'd, just say didn't you, go. I'd say you're right. Just the way I remember, he put all basically his 2014 recruiting eggs into Kayvon Looney's basket. Really wanted Kayvon Looney, which I always think about when I watch the Warriors play, and he didn't get him. So then he was like, oh, well, I'm out of here because that roster wasn't very good. So he, he probably would have flamed out here, too, and it probably would have gotten ugly. Like, uh, maybe. DR Vall says he worked with an obese doctor, very unhealthy. Would get shaky in cases without a smoke and Diet Coke, and was fired as it progressed. Yeah, I checked out. Don't want a I need doctor. a Diet Coke and a cigarette. Don't want. I'm not going to be able to finish this heart surgery if I don't get a Diet Coke and a cigarette. <laughs> I mean, maybe a certain kind of doctor, like maybe if it's like an orthopedic doctor, you could take a fat doctor, like a bone doctor or something, but no. not a heart doctor for sure. Yeah because <laughs> what does yeah. he know you know yeah like a doctor that's not really a doctor like an eye doctor maybe could be fat because they're just glasses salesmen that's true or no, like an a, optometrist i'd be i'd allow that it got to be fat yeah not obese though but nice and plump not like a real doctor yeah chiropractor no. What's the most? Un- I, don't, I don't. I don't want anybody to be a chiropractor. I don't. That makes me queasy. But what do you consider to be the most unreal doctor? That's like it's. Yeah, technically he's a doctor, but not really. A Would it be a chiropractor? A dentist. Dentist. Yeah. I feel like dentists know more than chiropractors, which is kind of scary because they're cracking your spine. I know. Yeah.
1: Probably the hair doctors that think they can like. I don't know. Isn't there? Is there hair doctors?
0: I mean, yeah, there are people that do like. Like hair. follicle treatment. Yeah, yeah they're they like pediatricians.
1: I've never seen a pediatrician do
0: anything. I, I consider them real doctors. They, they just kids. work. They just work with miniature people. Mm. They're There's mm. always like, yeah, just he'll bounce back. What about, about a person doesn't care? What about bounce back. They always <laughs> left the room when I was a kid. They'd be like, oh yeah, nurse will handle the shots <laughs> and all this. See yeah. you later. What about a veterinarian? No, I think you gotta know what you're doing there. If you if you had a medical episode and you were on a plane, for instance. And there was only a veterinarian or a dentist who would <laughs> a veterinarian you? What, for sure.
1: what you- is the? Uh, yeah, what's the health scare though?
0: Heart attack. Heart attack. No, veterinarian. Yeah, you think an veterinarian. veterinarian? Anything besides a root canal? <laughs> a veterinarian. What about a veterinarian or a pediatrician? A pediatrician. Mm-hmm. Over the veterinarian. I mean, it depends if there's something like. Tr- I, mean- I guess a child is more like a human than a than a dog. Is. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but I mean, if there was like an emergency, like clottage or like they needed like an emergency surgery, I'd probably say the veterinarian. Over a pediatrician. Yeah. I think the veterinarian is maybe more likely to have to actually get there and do something with the... What about animals. a nurse or a dentist? Nurse. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, dentists have to go through, like, dental school and... Sure. I mean, the nurse the nurse knows more about like your a, body than a dentist does. I don't know. You think? What about a male nurse? Okay. A male nurse, sure. Yeah. Like if it's Gregory Fokker. Yeah, or a dentist. Did I tell his you back? Name, his name was Gaylord. Yeah, yeah. No. Pamela, Martha. <laughs> you know, back home, I knew Is a that dentist. Two meet the parents reference we made this week. Uh, that other one, that wasn't this week. Oh, okay. Did I ever tell you about the dentist I knew back home? He used to dip. It's kind of like being the fat nutritionist to me. Like he can't be a dentist that dips. No, no. I, I don't feel like you should be. Like he, he was big, big on the snuff. I mean, he did dipped copenhagen yeah can't can't do that can't do that I feel like it's such a contradiction to your profession yeah but maybe he's ultimately enlightened like knows more about it than us or just knows it like hey life's short i'm just afraid go i'm, I'm gonna lose teeth yeah it looks awful to be honest you can't even see well, what you, I'm know, you just pulled about. down. The, your gum is receding. It's bad. I didn't pull that down. You did pull and it I down. I just touched my tooth. I saw enough of it to know. You're doing a bit. You can't You can't actually see it. But if I showed you, you might. I can, I know would exactly you want to see? Like. I don't want to see. No. It. I don't want to see. I'm kind of worried. What if I lose a tooth? No, that'd be gross. They can fix them for you. That'll be the end of this radio show. You start coming in missing <laughs> teeth. It costs a lot, doesn't it, to get them, like, replaced? Or Can you get them replaced or just? Yeah, you can get fake teeth.
1: Some of my teeth are half fake.
0: Are they? You mean half your teeth are fake or no. all well, of half your teeth of are of half fake? two my teeth are fake. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to break. It's oh, yeah. on Fan Run Radio. <laughs> What do you want to talk about? Can we talk about this song? Because I've always had questions about it. The Welcome Austin oh. by Blake Shelton that yeah. you were just singing during the break sure. for some reason. I don't know why you were singing that. but That you messed up, by the way. <laughs> At the end of the song, this has always confused me a bit. Maybe that's why. Is it revealed word? that the woman's name is Austin? What? Because I used to think Blake Shelton was gay. Because he had long hair? Well, no, because of this song. (laughs) Yeah, the woman's name's Austin. It is? Yeah. that P.S., if this is Austin, I still love you. The whole gimmick of the song is he's leaving answering machine, or like his message on his answering machine cam is like, this is back, I guess, when people had answering machines, and he's like, you know. This is Tuesday night, I'm bowling, I'm doing you know, this and that, leave a message, you know what to do, and then at the end of this recording, back like, P.S., if this is Austin, I still love you, talking about a woman. Well, is he singing it from the woman's angle? No, he's singing it from his perspective. Okay, but the woman being named Austin, then, is kind of weird, right? A woman named Austin? I don't I don't know. Because when I was a kid and I used to hear it, I said, Austin, because I knew some Austins, That's but they were That's
1: why thought like, he was
0: gay? Yeah, because like, there were a couple boys in my school named Austin. I said, well, Austin's boy's name. <laughs> like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, that ain't a girl's name. Do you know any girls named Austin? Mm, I mean, actually did you know one blonde girl from college. That was a U S T Y N. I know some Austins there. Now, that's not how he spells it on the song. A U S T Y N. Yeah. But she's a country girl, isn't she? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I don't know any Austins other than Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean,. But it could be one of those things also where, like, that's the city they're from or whatever. Like, he calls her Austin what if because it's she's a, from Austin. What if it's a bigger picture about, like, the city of Austin that he's singing to? No, it's he's like, not. He's singing to that girl because at the end she calls. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool moment at the end of the song yeah. when you get to that last yeah. one. and it's, Can't you tell this is Austin and I still love it. Can't you tell The ass is Austin? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she calls. She hears. Okay. She picks up the phone. Or she, you know, she calls him. The voicemail. She gets to the part of the voicemail where he says, "You know, this is Austin. I love you.'" So then she's like, "Oh wow, wow, this is crazy." She the waited way, like four boy, days, called back trying to get him. This he was wasn't no there. He had another machine answering machine for, but still at the end. To P.S. This is if this is Austin, I said, "Love you." So then you're like, "Wow, does so he just do this every damn every like yes, twice you know. a week? He just leaves this message <laughs> for me." So then. He leaves her number, but not another word. And then she waited by the he, phone. Till he really Sunday does sound like he's pouring his heart out at the end there. Yeah, if you're calling about my heart, yeah, you know well, that's what I was saying. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great Blake Shelton. I mean, that's yeah. a great song. Yeah, that's before he got all. You know, yeah, whatever someone said now. "Old Red" was the only Blake Shelton song we needed, and I said no. Oh, not. What Austin about, was what about great. Austin. Old Austin Red and Austin. Yeah, you know George Jones sang "Old Red" before Blake did. I never knew that until I heard Who? George's uh, George Jones. Not the same one. Mm-hmm. Same song. I don't think I that's never, true. I never knew it before I've I've, I've heard it. You heard sure it's before? Well no. Because this no, is gonna be really no, it's gonna, no. really, gonna be really weird. And he could be lying, I guess, but like my neighbor in sixth grade's cousin wrote that song. And like so and like show well, I never said George wrote it. No, 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 <laughs> I know but like show me and like Blake Shelton's like the songbook or whatever, like it was like it was like there and everything. It's so like Let's it was read like about the, old Red. The it's credits? a song written yeah, by yeah. James Bohan, yeah, Don right. Goodman, and Mark Cheryl. That was your neighbor. My neighbor's cousin. Okay, and I guess he could have been lying, but like it was like at this point the song wasn't even that famous. Like it wouldn't be nothing to lie about. My uncle was friends with Jimmy Driftwood. The song was originally <laughs> recorded Driftwood. by George Jones. <laughs> really, on his 1990 album. You ought to be here with me, and then covered huh? by Kenny Rogers in '93. I wonder if my neighbor was lying or if he wrote it in 1990. That's what this says on Wikipedia, which I thought I knew. That I thought. Okay, I thought I, sorry for, it. sorry for doubting you. I no, never... I, I, I made me question it. I didn't know. Another great song, by the way. Cam, you ever heard "Old Red"? Huh. It's about a prisoner so. serving a ninety-nine year term on a prison farm in Southern Georgia. He caught, I've lived. Life. He caught his. <laughs> he caught his wife in bed with another man, and it uh, cost him ninety-nine. He, he committed, <laughs> committed domestic well. violence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's domestic violence. I guess it is domestic violence if it's murder. I yeah. guess that still classes that's, up. That's ooh. pretty so violent. Then, yeah. So basically, violence. so basically, he makes friends with the the guards and like the warden and two years into his sentence, basically gets to start training like the dogs that hunt, yeah. like the the watchdogs or whatever. Yeah, the bloodhound, the yeah. warden's prized bloodhound. So then he calls his cousin in Tennessee that brings another blue tick hound, and they kind of start letting the dogs hang out and fall in love, if you will.
1: And then an important he...
0: thing, an important thing you're leaving out, by the way, is that old Red can smell a trail up to two days old, and the prison surrounded by quicksand and alligators. Yeah, yeah. You don't if you ah. get if you can get past the alligators and the quicksand beds, like you got to outrun old Red. So South, idea. South Georgia. Right. Yeah, they're down in the marsh of Georgia. Yeah, but then the guy can easily come down from Tennessee, like six, is there actually six hours. Quicksand or so. down there? I don't think there's any quicksand, the quicksand anywhere. Quicksand's huh? like. I think it's just mud.
1: Quicksand is, yeah, it's basically like sand that has water underneath it. You're basically. just, like, sinking it. Uh, so, like, that's why you're sinking, because, like, it looks like normal ground. You actually go all the way down and, and then ground just and the, the way the sand, like, Have you ever seen anybody works die water.
0: in quicksand? In movies, yeah. So like, but is it quicksand as much as it's just, like, swamp, swampy marsh?
1: Kind of. Most people get
0: stuck in swampy marsh all the time.
1: Because, yeah, that's where quicksand kind of – Because it's just the way, like, the water is flowing underneath, like, something like mud, sand, yeah. so, like, the way it, like – collabs together when you're in it, it makes it really hard to get out if you're fighting it. Yeah. But all you got to do is – Lay on your back. Lay on your your back, relax, and
0: you're supposed to just – someone sinking. You're looking for a video? So, anyways, he waits, and he's got his idea. He's going to break out of prison, and when he breaks out of prison, he he smiles because he hears him turn red out. But red – see, the guy was headed north to Tennessee, but old red was going south to go see his woman. Yeah. And (laughs) red the other way, he did love – Love got him in here because he that's killed his ex-wife, it. but Love got him out because the dogs were in love. That's the So key. he made it to Tennessee. Mm. Yeah. Oh, no, there's footage of a woman sinking into quicksand. Is Whoa. it real? Or, no, I guess it's a man sinking, and there's a blonde woman trying to save him. Is it a movie? <laughs> it appears to be real. Give him a rope. It appears to yeah. be real. That's not real. What are you talking about? That doesn't look <laughs> real? you think that's real? Something called Baywatch? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I guess you knew it wasn't real. <laughs> Do you first, think I'm that stupid? <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> so, sometimes I wonder. You get fooled by the internet a couple of times. You read a Coney 2012 story on you the You think air I like, looked at that and said, "That looks well, real." I don't know. Oh, th- it kind of looks real. I didn't see the whole thing, especially at first. with the multiple camera yeah, angles. <laughs> well, that's what I was I'm wondering. sure it's real. Well, all I know sportsmedicine.com. I won't be too hard on you, I guess, because I I guess 6th grade me got duped by my neighbor. Thought he wrote Old Red. Which I guess maybe he still could have. So maybe he actually didn't? Is that what you've learned? Well, maybe he did, but got it to George Jones. Maybe the song's a little different. I don't know. I don't know what the hell is. I guess we're friends on Twitter. I guess I could DM him and be like, hey, wait a second. Wait a second, pal. I remember back in 2003, you told me, 2002, you told me your cousin wrote this song. Liar. Let's go to break. It's Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio. (laughs) Did you uh, did you decide how many years you uh, you would trade of Barnes for the Conzo season? Well, I thought we'd moved on from that. No, I wanted to just to see what you thought. Well, you never really gave an answer, so I want to the Loyola year probably. You would trade why? Because you got in trouble? I didn't get in trouble. We lost in the second round. I trended. We lost in the second round. Is the reason? Hmm. I'd rather oh, go to the Sweet 16 so. than the second round. So last year's team though was better. So we won an SEC championship that year. Oh wait, we did, didn't we? We went 28 and nine. We went. Uh, 20, oh, we we shared the regular season with all. We, we hang a banner. We have we hang a banner. Yeah. 26 and nine, 13 and five in SEC. No, I wouldn't trade that. Lost in the man, we lost in the champion conference championship to Kentucky. That was frustrating. No, I, w- I wouldn't trade that. So actually. you're not trading that, huh? No. Interesting. No. Okay, I forgot about the SEC regular season. Okay, interesting. It is banner worthy. If your whole idea here is to try to prove the point that the regular season matters, I agree with you that the regular season matters. They're combined. I think. You know, regular season and postseason. I mean, well, I, mean, I think the Konzo year is a pretty good year, though, where we were pretty frustrating as a team. We weren't very relevant. <laughs> we lived life on the bubble. And we got a good draw in the NCAA tournament, went to the Sweet 16, and, you know, was very close to making the Elite Eight. Here's but the, the season wasn't fun. The two weeks was fun, but the season wasn't. The season was actually really, really dreadful. Yeah. It was yeah. terrible. Yes, it, it was. It was embarrassing. Yes, it was, because you should have been better than that. Yeah. Which is the same thing you could say about some of these March uh, – you know, you come up short, and you say, "Ah, oh, we should have been better than that." I look at it, I think, as two rounds per tournament. In that, had we gotten knocked out in the first round that year, I think I would take Konzo's Sweet Sixteen. So the win over it just, the hell even made your Colgate. It doesn't it, matter, it, but it looks better that you made the second round than it does the first round, not really. It's a little better. So the SEC championship at twenty six and nine would not be would not be worth it if you lost in the first round. Yeah, because you just shared the regular season. You said it was banner worthy. Still banner worthy. Well, you said it's a banner, and I said, well, yeah, you said it's on- banner worthy. is What you said? It's well, it's a number on the banner. Yeah, it's, it's a, a championship. A- we claimed it. We partied. It's a. That Admiral one, got clutch against that uh, one. George felt that. a little weird just because Auburn had beaten us head to head. Sure, so it felt a little like I know you don't play the same schedule. Yeah, but schedules weren't even. Their schedule might have been tougher, but we also picked to finish <laughs> last in the SEC that year. Yeah, I mean that was a great a great year, and that was the first emergence of a Barnes team. Sure, really. That although you remember the year before, we, we had a little passes. run there. Yeah. We we I remember we beat Kansas State. At home, we had and I thought I don't know if we beat Kentucky, but we had a little. No, Barnes beat Kentucky in first couple years. I went to the Kansas State game, and I remember there was some talk there for a second, like, "Yeah, Barnes might get to this team to the tournament," but it, you know, we fizzled out. But we lost a couple heartbreakers in Maui. I remember we lost to Wisconsin, and then we took Oregon to overtime. I think the Sweet Sixteen really are, lost to North Carolina. Really we were number. close that year. We ended up being five hundred, so we weren't like actually close, but like. I think the Sweet 16 means as much to me as a as a SEC uh, championship. So you're all over the place. Are you are you taking 2018 or 2014? They're pretty even, but I think I'd take 2018. What about 2019? Made the Sweet 16, lost. Obviously, Sweet 16, 31 wins. That's what about last year? Last year you lost second round, but you won a lot of games and you yep. did win that tournament. I'd take last year. I'd take last year. I think I'd yeah, I'd take all of those over Conzo's sweet sixteen run. What about this year? If you uh go twenty six and six, twenty six and five and then losing the second round of the tournament. Do we get any hardware? Do we win an SEC tournament? No, you finish second. You lose, you lose a couple games. You, you finish one game behind Alabama. Well, if you don't win anything, then I think I'd take the Sweet 16. Lose Alabama in the SEC championship. I think I'd take the Sweet 16 over that. Okay. But when you tell me we won an SEC, either a tournament championship or a regular season, that – So that would put it over – So think, an SEC regular season title means more than the SEC? Or it means more well, than the Sweet 16? I, I think they mean cl- – they, that makes it close. The, I view them about the same. Seems kind of contradictory. But the SEC the championship right maybe means a little more than the Sweet 16. I just view the Sweet 16 as the barometer of like that's where a good team should end up, and if you lose there, fine. Sure. But like we should we should get to the second weekend. I agree. That's I agree. I'm, I was just asking because you know so much has been made of tournament success, and I mean I think you know, well here's tournament success: going two and one in the tournament is tournament success. Sure. So. That means you win the first and second round. If you lose in the Sweet Sixteen, I'll take that every time. Yeah, but to make the second weekend. That twenty fourteen season though was just like I said. You won three games in that tournament. Very frustrating, but he didn't beat anybody good that year though. That was like you didn't have to play Duke. Well, that was one. Yeah, that was one where the tournament broke perfectly for you, and like you didn't actually have to play any dangerous teams. Like I will say that for Barnes's lack of postseason success, outside of Oregon State. You've at least played a couple of dangerous teams. Like, that Loyola team was really damn good. They made the Final Four. They were really good. Yeah. Yep. There is the fact, though, that you were favored in every tournament game you've lost. I, yeah, no, I know. But, but, like, the, but you Loyola— were like, You were, like, two-point favorites against Purdue, so it wasn't like you were, like, heavy favorites in that yeah. game. Yeah. The thing that was frustrating about Loyola is that that whole region cleared out. Yeah, but, you, like— you could have come out of that yeah, region. Yeah, Loyola was a top-level mid-major team that everyone looked at and said, this team's actually kind of dangerous. And then they beat you on a lucky shot. Like, I mean—or not a lucky shot, but it bounced around the rim a couple times. Like, that was unlucky. Last year's Michigan team, that one's a little frustrating. But, you, you know, it was one of those – I mean, you missed 18 threes. Kind of sucked having to play yeah. them so close to, like, Big Ten co- – or in Big Ten country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was a capable team, bad matchups, whatever. I mean, I know there's excuses to be made. I just, I just want to run. That's one that's made me really mad, too. We talked about our lack of fans and, like, the fan support. Or like, the crowd noise. I remember being just so disgusted with our fans that were there for the Michigan game. We got punked. Oh, game! Like our club doesn't make any noise. Mm-hmm. Like I was there trying to carry the fight. But, like Michigan fans, we, we had them outnumbered because they weren't excited about their team. Their team, you know, was twenty and fourteen or twenty yeah. and sixteen, something crazy like that. We were the team going there trying to make a Final Four run, and like they were just as loud, if not louder, than us. And I remember just being very, very frustrated by that. I got a problem with our fans. Was the worst. Maybe our fans aren't as good as our football fans are good. Mm. Our other fans, like some. Well, they're the same people. No. Mm. Well, I. No yeah, same wish. people. Same, I I would agree with that, but I think a lot of people that go to these games don't necessarily care about the same the sports equally. Well, yeah, or like sure. anywhere, or like yeah, it's football country. Yeah, know, I, I get that. Football's king. Maybe that's it. Like maybe like these events just get still get the high dollar people out that just want to go and support, but maybe those people aren't the ones yelling. I, I don't know. That's a thing too. You know, I told you that before Alabama, and then we broke the decibel record. <laughs> so Yeah. I mean, I think certain things are going to supersede, like, you know, you, you know get people out of their seats and getting, going crazy. But, yeah, it just seems to take a lot to get. Maybe people don't know how to cheer for basketball. I, I mean, when are you supposed to make noise? My theory is I don't think people know how to cheer for baseball because even at Lindsey Nelson, I was a little disappointed. Sometimes, like, I thought it was pretty universal that, like, hey, two strikes, you really get up and, like, let them have it uh, on two strikes. Yeah, like, you really get up and, like, couldn't really get people uh, focused on that. Yeah, Maybe people literally don't know. Yeah, maybe it's just one of those things you just got to keep being good, keep being good, and then people figure it out. I, I don't know. Fan base gets a little more raucous, a little rounder. That Michigan game hurts. That Michigan game, I'm not going to like be hyperbolic and say it hurts as much as the Purdue game did because the Purdue game was crushing. But, man, I was. that Michigan game was so frustrating. Cause, yeah, and then you had to look at Kennedy Chandler crying for the yeah. Uh, weeks. Yeah, <laughs> They kept posting that every time. Should have won that game. No. Yeah, yeah. Just couldn't make a damn open shot. We just had so much momentum going in, yeah, that it made it frustrating to lose. Like I thought that team was every bit as capable of winning it all as that, you know, Grant Admiral team that lost to Purdue. Yeah, maybe even more so. I thought we were more, better. People I we were, were playing better basketball going into the tournament than we were. People were, were back picking then. us to win the tournament. Yeah. Like you know, you do the tournament bracket sir, challenge thing, and like half the teams picked. You see that orange T logo. It's like wow, we really. We're as hot as anybody. Yeah, that one hurt. It did. That one hurt. It sure did. But, you know, that's, that's how every team feels other than the champion. So, it's important to keep in mind in college basketball. I don't think that's always the case. No, I mean, I guess just making a Final Four is pretty sweet. And but- some teams are just happy, like... Imagine how North Carolina – The Peacocks that beat Kentucky and then won another round, they weren't feeling like, damn, we should have won it all. They are like, hell yeah. Yeah, well, (laughs) we'll never be in that situation because we're too good as a program. No, I know, I know. There's nobody we could beat that would be like – I was just saying, I don't don't think it's championship or bust for every team, obviously. Some teams are very thrilled to make the Sweet 16. uh, Yeah, yeah, especially mid-majors. How do you think North Carolina fans felt? I mean, because they had about as cool of a moment as you could have – in the Final Four, but then they didn't close the deal. Yeah. Like, if they just would have lost to Kansas, I think they would have been okay. But the fact they blew, like, a 20-point lead they to Kansas. They were up at half, yeah. yeah. They were up, like, 17 at half and like up 20 in the first half. Like, that made it a lot worse. But they still can, all, at the end of the day, remember, like, we ended Coach K's Which career is, at Duke. We yeah. sent him out from Cameron with the an L, and then we ended his career in the Final Four. And, like, they win the rivalry over Duke forever. Even if they lose a the national championship game head-to-head, they still win the rivalry because they sent Coach K home That is about as cool as it gets if you're a North Carolina fan. Hour two. Imagine beating Saban in the SEC championship and then retiring him in the Mm -hmm. national championship. That's kind of what they did. Hour two in the books. Hour three on deck.